Okay. Okay. What episode number are we on now? Because I generally... Six? Six, six, seven, six, seven. Six, okay. Sure. Anyway, welcome to Not Having It All. We've got a special this week. So there's going to be two episodes coming out. Because after seeing Avengers Infinity War... I had to grant it its own, like, because it's one of them films that you want to talk about in detail, but you don't know who's seen it yet, so I want to do, like, a full spoiler storyline breakdown, so, yeah, so this episode, don't worry, there are no spoilers, but next episode, that's, that's your thing. Anyway, this week I'm joined by the lovely Lauren Bird again. Hey! And we're going to talk about the top 10 film releases, uh, sorry, the top 10 box office, new film releases, upcoming films, and this week's theme, which is, I'm trying to do a drum roll then, but it just, failure. Okay, you know, I, was just, I was just saying how blessed I am to be chosen for this topic. Yeah, I just, I just thought, who is the one person I know will know that? <laughs> who has failed at everything she's tried? LARP! Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely incorrect. But yes, so Lauren's here this week. Very nice to have you back. Um, oh, nice to be back. Even though my dog's biting me over here, sorry. Lauren's very lucky to have a dog with her right now during the podcast, so very Define, very define lucky, though, to be fair. He's, oh, he's, I think he's about to leave. Oh, he's bored of us already. This is going You're for the audience numbers. Yep. <laughs> He's gone. No, he's just sniffing. All right, anyway, we'll continue. (laughs) Okay, so UK box office top 10. Obviously, Avengers isn't in this week um, because this is based on last week's figures, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be number one um, when they're released next week. Um, Okay, so at number 10, we've actually got Blade Runner, the final cut. So the original Blade Runner. It's been re-released in a lot of cinemas. Okay. Um, So yeah, I've not not been to see that this week, have you? (laughs) No, I've seen it, but not like... In the cinema. So, but it's always good to see some old films come back. Grease was actually released in the cinema this week as well. What's happening? <laughs> it, it, not, it might have been last week. Yeah, they, they replayed it for the anniversary, which I thought was quite cool. Ah, uh, because like but, last um, time I was on, we were talking about how they had brought back Mamma Mia. Yes. And so it's like all so, these like... It's a running theme. Running theme. Mm. Um, do you know what I really like them to bring back? I'd love to watch the Dark Knight trilogy in the cinema again. Yeah. Even yeah. just The Dark Knight, I think I watched just, it. Just Yeah, just The Dark Knight. I, just... <laughs> I think I watched it like five times or something when oh, I was like... Oh, I only saw it twice. And it's, that was the first film I, at the cinema I went to see twice. No, that is a lie. I'm pretending to be a lot cooler than I actually am. Oh. The first film that I saw twice at the cinema was Hairspray. Oh, I was, why did I expect <laughs> you to say Spy Kids or something? I was like, Spy Kids. <laughs> it's like, uh, no one could amazing. get over those 3D uh, visuals. Yeah, 3D visuals. Are they, they must be making another Spy Kids. I hope not. Is there, is there more Spy They couldn't have left that alone. I'm, like, I'm still being haunted by the thumb guys. Oh my god. Oh, you just brought back some I, childhood um, I uh, don't, d- I weirdness there. Yeah, oh no, there are four Spy Kids films. But the boy in Spy Kids is Megan Trainor's boyfriend. He is indeed. Did you yeah. see pictures of them recently leaving a sex toys shop? No. There's a there's pictures of Megan Trainer and I've forgotten his name but he um, I don't know it either. Yeah, he leaves a sex toy shop and they've got a massive bag so you know good luck to him. Yeah, <laughs> there are there are four Spy Kids films and in the fourth one, uh, your pal Joel McHale is in it and Jessica Alba. So right. Uh, you know, we've all got to make money somehow. This is okay. true. <laughs> Number nine, we've got Black Panther. I didn't see it. 
Do you know what I really, um, really like about Black Panther at the moment is this meme that's going around. So you've mm-hmm. got Chadwick Boseman who plays Black Panther and it's just this picture of him doing the Wakanda forever um, pose. But <gasps> his just... face is like really, he's like, so the joke is like he's dead inside. He's, He's dead inside. Yeah, um, I'm I've lo- seen it. I'm actually. loving this. <laughs> I didn't get to see right it now. though, and I said on the podcast last time that I would go see it in the cinema, and then that next week I was like, "This is the week," and then it was out. It was gone. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say because I remember you told me that it was gone, and I thought that was quite early. But I mean, it's still showing in um, cinemas nearby. I'm just, I'm just looking up though because I'm pretty sure, Lauren, that you can get the DVD. Yeah, it's. Oh no, it's gonna be out in June, so you've got oh, a okay. while to wait. I'm afraid. Mm. I don't. I'm not. I'm refusing to watch it illegally. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. Not point. that I ever watch anything illegally, but I am especially refusing to watch this one illegally. She she's winking at me right now. I feel I, I have to share. I don't it. even know how to wink. She's <laughs> <laughs> like just blink aggressively. That, that's the sneak peek of Lauren's failure um, yeah. episode today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blink. I know. Okay, number eight. I've got Love Simon. I didn't see that either. Oh, I love this, and I actually, I actually did want to see it again, but it's uh, I don't think it's showing anymore, which is a shame because it was only it's only been out for about three weeks. But, I'm concerned um, that I have not seen anything in this top ten. Oh dear, I was Let's so prepared. I was so prepared last time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I kind of like this actually, kind of seeing which guest co-host has seen anything because mm-hmm. I just it, it just highlights how much time I spend in the cinema. So oh, here I'd love to go all the time. I just work in the evening, it makes things difficult. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, number seven, The Greatest Showman. Oh, wait. <laughs> ding, ding. Well, we talked about this already. Ev- oh, God. The, um, ugh. I don't know if this is out on DVD yet. So my um, my mother, mother-in-law mother was watching this last night and it was so loud. All I could hear all night. I mean, we were trying to watch Captain America, the first Avenger. Was mm-hmm. this, was this, oh, I can't, I just, please, can it, please stop. Please, please. <laughs> Please, like, madness I'm not, end. I'm not even sick of it yet. Like, which is, uh, I've, I've, but I do think people like it because they haven't seen other musicals. Oh, that's a very catchy response. There. I no, like but that. no, because like I, I enjoy it and I love a musical. Yeah. It was like kind of like I remember my friend said once like she read the first Fifty Shades of Grey just to be like, why do people keep going on about this? And then she was like, oh, it's because they've not read other books. Yes, I remember you tweeting that actually. I, I and that. so I feel like yeah. that's kind of similar. Like maybe that's, but I think it's just you know, very easy to get you know and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like, it's, it's a kid pleaser too. I think parents yeah. do give a lot of money to the UK box office. So yeah, just for some peace. Blame all the parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number six, it's Truth or Dare, which you would have definitely not seen because you hate horror films. Yeah, but I'm a couple of my guitar students were telling me about it because they were like, Lucy Heels in it and uh, Tyler mm-hmm. Posey. Posey, yeah. Uh, is in it? Yeah. Yeah. She basically, just, they just rounded up all the good looking MTV kids and just threw them into a movie. But um, Did you see yeah, it? I did. I did. It's, um, I said, I, I think I said on last week's podcast that it's basically a poor rip off of Final Destination oh but um yeah I loved that movie I I, <sighs> I got home and watched it after watching this really <laughs> yeah. I didn't see the third one I think I only seen the first two but they did scare the absolute bejesus out of me like but I and they're not that scary I'm just it's, it's an, yeah it's an interesting concept I remember my mum watched it and she was the first one. Mm-hmm. And I think it must have been around the time it came out. She was like, you have to watch this film. And thinking back now, no, mum, I did not have to watch that film. Were you like I'm eight? a child. 
I didn't like. I, I'm always been. I've always been afraid of flying, but I think it is the first one, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a, the first. I, and the, then the first one's an airplane. The second one's a highway, like a motorway. So yeah. But, oh, every time I, I drive behind oh, like a lorry with yes, um, I feel the same way. Yeah, and it oh, happens God. a lot. It happens so much, yeah. and I still think of it like it's ingrained in my DNA or something. It's just too much. The third mm-hmm. one is a, a roller, roller coaster. coaster. Yeah. The fourth I haven't seen one. It. Isn't do you know it's not the third one had this really interesting thing where the DVD had options so you could watch it normal as a normal film but then you could watch it and you could decide what happens right it's like an interactive film but um, yeah I mean either way it wasn't that good but um, the fourth one is a NASCAR event or something I didn't, like I that I genuinely didn't know there was a fourth one I think there's a fifth one I I've not seen it if oh. there is I'm pretty sure but there is was uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the third one she was indeed no, I still didn't watch it though but I do like her. She's a babe. We love mm-hmm. her. Okay, number five is Peter Rabbit. You saw that, yeah. Just just moving on from this one, if that's okay. <laughs> number four, I haven't spoke about this yet because I didn't see it before last week. Number okay. four is Ready Player One. Okay. And I love this. Now, okay. I am not a huge fan of recent Steven Spielberg. Like, I never... Okay. I, didn't, I didn't see the post because it looked really boring and I didn't see... I'm just gonna take a quick break here. I'm didn't just... see ET and um, I didn't. <laughs> Back to the Future. What's that? Um, I'm just looking up. No, I'll cut this out. But I'm just looking Warhorse? up his recent film. No, I didn't see Warhorse. Yeah, neither did I. Like, but I think that was like another recent one of his, right? I'm just looking up his filmography in the past. I think it's like ten years. I've not been paying attention. Okay, so. Ready Player One, I saw, mm-hmm. so I'll talk about that in more detail in a second. Oh, I did see the BFG. I did like the BFG. I didn't see it, but I loved that book. Oh, God, I love that. I love yeah. Voldal. Yeah, me too. I love Penny, him. he's a bit not great. Yeah, we're done. we'll just talk about this another time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't see The Post. I didn't see Bridge of Spies. No, I, I didn't see that either. I saw Lincoln and I hated it. Didn't see that either. I didn't see War Horse. Mm-mm. I didn't see Adventures of Tintin. No. I didn't see the Indiana Jones film with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. No. Shia LaBeouf. I haven't seen any of those, which I know is awful, but still. And I didn't see War of the Worlds. So yeah, the past ten years, me and Spielberg... Oh, I've seen that been... one. Oh, yeah. Is that Tom Cruise, right? Is that got Dakota Fanning in it? Or yeah, L. Get, Fanning? One of the com- Fannings. <laughs> one of the Fannings. I get confused because Scary Movie rip off the film in one of their films, and I forget which one it is. But no, yeah, I, think, so... I think I did see it. So going into Ready Player One, I was just I was just thinking, oh god, this is just going to be a CGI fest. It's going to mm-hmm. be really dull, and I was so wrong. It's this brilliant. It's this brilliant feel of nostalgia. It kind of revisits a lot of eighties. If you're into gaming mm-hmm. and and bit like video games and old eighties movies and things like that. It's really, really great because it takes all these lovely mementos of that, like Jurassic Park and King Kong, and mm-hmm. um, it's 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 just a really nice little homage, I'd say, to that. The storyline is quite simple. Basically, the world is now, um, it's like a dystopia. I think I don't know how far in the future it's set, but basically, everyone is now obsessed with playing role play, kind of like a role player I'm trying to think of the way to describe it but everyone just plays games so mm-hmm. it's this one game it's called I think it's called the Oasis and um it's a virtual reality world so everyone plays it like mums dads kids everyone and it's the world's just not 
how it is anymore because everyone's playing this game so it's got it's kind of got that kind of social media message that a lot of like black yeah. mirror episodes give when it's kind of like oh could this be how the world will become etc mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it follows this kid who basically there's there's a quest that they're all doing and it kind of follows his journey throughout it but it's um it's really enjoyable it really yeah. is enjoyable you've got some great villains in there you've got ben mendelson who is just fantastic in everything he's in uh plays the main villain uh, Ty Sheridan, who I loved in a few of his old movies, I think he was in Mud and the Tree of Life. Aye, um, Tree of Life. That's yes. where I saw his face before. Yeah, he's uh he was in one of the new uh, X Men films as well. I think he plays Cy- Cyclops. Okay, probably seen him in that too then. Yeah, and he's uh he was in a few other things like um. Did you ever see Joe with him and Nicolas Cage? He was also no, because in... to be like, if I see like a film and then Nicolas Cage, I'm normally like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that your like no go area? <laughs> well, I I spent like a summer once. Uh, when I say a summer, I spent a week in uh, France with like my cousins, and uh, they only had like DVDs that had Nicolas Cage in them. So I watched so many. What? And <laughs> I know, but but we seem to have missed all the hilariously bad ones and just watched the bad ones. So we have like the hilariously bad ones that we're gonna watch when we're all together next but like ghost rider and did um, you watch others. um face off i think i've seen face off but it's yes. not bad though like he did make oh, some God. good ones but um it, it is funny actually i think it was the last time i was on this podcast too that i was telling you to watch the nicholas cage freaking out for like four minutes on youtube yes you did and yeah. i did <laughs> it's great it's great but it i did read like um i did read on twitter a lot of people that like read the ready player one book because it had a massive following with the book were yes. not as they happy. were not happy no but i they, don't know um, it's hard you know whenever it's just hard to adapt a book in general do you know what i mean you get way more detail in a book and this this is the thing and i think i mean i've never watched a film where i've read the book and been like oh yeah i'm totally 100 percent yeah satisfied. because i think as well it's the same for when they make a film based on a video game everyone has every user of the book or the game they have their own experience with it yeah so a book can mean different things to different people mm-hmm. and i think that it is it is hard you're always going to have people that are negative about it or kind of um sit there and say like oh it's missing this one thing so yeah um so i mean i don't know i mean it got kind of mixed reviews it got like great reviews from some people and then other people giving it like a six out of ten and saying that it was a bit too it's not groundbreaking and it was kind of um it's just not original but i mean i think i think it's a great watch like that's what i'm judging on i did i didn't go to there and think oh ready player one is going to change my life (laughs) but you know I, i had fun and i think i loved the the I mean, there's a really there's a really great section where they're in the setting of the film The Shining, and it was terrifying but also really funny. <sighs> so yeah, there, there's, there's some old school horror references as well. Like Chucky appears at one point, and it's it, oh, I just God. burst out laughing. So, but um, I think he did a good job. I mean, yeah, they are working on a sequel because you know, gotta make that no, money. Gotta make that money. Um. <laughs> So I, I I don't know. I can see where the sequel would go, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, why should we ruin a good thing? And then this is why I'm not in Hollywood. Was there <laughs> other books? I'm not too sure. I'm just going to check that at the moment. Because I know that's been like a thing with, um, obviously, Big Little Eyes and uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Because they've just brought out, brought out new seasons, but... 
yes. there aren't other books. Although, to be fair, I was really impressed with the first couple of episodes of Handmaid's Tale. I've only watched the first one, and I before I watched the um, the new season, I saw a lot of people say that it um, it's gone in a different way, and they're kind of like, "What's going to happen now?" Mm-hmm. But I think that's good. I think you yeah. have to do that sometimes because there's an end to a book. You know, it's like Game exactly. of Thrones. I mean, they've overtaken the, second, the books, haven't they? Like yeah, the, like the second episode like starts to show like the backstory of a different character oh, okay. which I really liked I'm not going to say what character but I, I really liked it that it kind of you're branching out the whole anyway this is a film podcast not a TV podcast but we we, we will no we'll have a little conversation about how makes that I think that's that's a good because I do want to touch on Westworld as well actually oh. <laughs> yeah yeah so we'll, we'll cover we'll come to te- we'll come to television after this cool but, but yeah, I mean, I've not I've not read the book to Ready, Ready Player One, but a lot of people reference re- referred to it as a grown up Harry Potter. Okay. So yeah, um, it can mean a lot to people. Yeah. At number three, now let me try and say this because I struggle with this. Mm-hmm. At number three, it's the Guernsey Literary and Potato <laughs> Peel Pie Society. We saw I saw the trailer for this come on the TV and I was pissing myself laughing and then I kept like um, my dog reacts weird when you say things like I'll say the weirdest <laughs> phrases and he gets really excited so then I started to like frequently say that title I yeah. forgot that now but he was like getting so excited I'd be like potato pill society and he'd be like ah. <laughs> um why 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 would you like why I don't have. I don't even. I won't see that film purely because the title is so stupid. That's all I can say. Yeah. I mean, it, it's based on a book, so obviously they've tried to. I think they've tried to be. Um, uh, what's the word? Respectful. Yeah, I'm gonna boycott whatever publisher allowed that. <laughs> just like, no. And um, I just, it just sometimes I look at a film poster and I just think no. Yeah, like it just looks too boring. And I felt that way too with that new Saoirse Ronan poster, but I feel like it actually might what, be on Chisel Beach. On yeah. Chisel Beach, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I, I will go see it because you know I've got to support our girl. But yeah, at I the know, same, same time, but... I'm kind of like, really, is there nothing else you could? The be trailer different? looks okay though. Like the trailer looks okay, but the poster's just like. Mm. I think it's just a case of bad posters sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, this poster you got. The lovely Lily James with a little suitcase looks like Mary Poppins, and then you've got mm-hmm. about seven characters above her. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna see this. I hate to break it to you, yeah. but um, I think I, it's it's just not my kind of film. It just looks like a very typical, yeah, British doll. I mean, it has to be particularly bad for me to not support something with potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not saying that in like a cliche. I'm Irish. I love spots getaway, but like I just like I love, I just love carbs in general. Um, my I obviously at the moment I'm living with my boyfriend's grandparents and mm-hmm. um, Nana is Irish. And tonight I had uh, up the roast potatoes and mashed potatoes. Oh, I had the same today as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting used to them. Because you know what? Why well. choose? Why choose? Why limit yeah. yourself? Is exactly. The question. Why I've limit had, yourself? My dad once made chips and waffles, and I was like, "This is actually too much. Like, this is is too it too much? much? <laughs> They're like the same texture. Like, at least it's just too mash much. Mash and roasties are like yeah. Although I was different. at a restaurant recently, and I saw someone have sweet potato fries and normal fries as well. So okay. I thought, okay, you're yeah. not limiting yourself with choice either. So yeah. Okay, number two is a quiet place. Okay, 
Yeah. H- have you seen this? Uh, no. Because um, this is a scary film, so you wouldn't see it, but it has John Krasinski in it. Yeah. So you would see it. It was a true battle um, for me. Uh, my mum really wanted to go see it. She loves horror. Um, and I was like, if you have no one to go with, I will go. And then she kind of forgot about it and I didn't bring it up again. Um, but uh, also I hear that it's really quiet. Um, and sometimes I struggle in a really quiet film because I have to wear earplugs in the cinema. And then I can like hear my tinnitus really loudly. And then it puts me, oh, I can't. Yeah, so okay. I was like, maybe because I've heard, I didn't think, I, I never thought, oh, it's going to be really quiet until I saw a lot of people tweeting about like, don't eat popcorn during a quiet place. And I was like, oh. But that's why I go to the cinema. Like, so I was like, no. I, yeah, I get quite self-conscious when it's a really mm. quiet scene because I kind of feel like, am I breathing too loudly? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's just me as an anxious person because I feel that way anyway. It's like, like oh am I existing too loudly? Stop um, breathing, Carrie. You are too loud. <laughs> it's, um, it's, yeah. I can't, I can't remember. I know, I know at one point one girl got up to go to the toilet and I felt like she'd personally attacked me yeah because it was so off-putting but mm-hmm. no i um was it brilliant i loved it yeah i, really I did want to go see it i might still it's still out here like but um yeah it's a it's, it's sometimes i go see a film and it really inspires me to get back into filmmaking not that i've stopped but yeah see i'm not actively making films mm-hmm. all the time because i'm writing i'm editing i'm I don't even know what I'm doing half the time, but yeah. I'm always busy. What is that about? But, uh, it's um, Candy Crush has been taking up too much of my time. The, the Sims has been taking up too much of my time. <laughs> just anything to like, just take away from your own brain. You I just, it, it's just, it, it's terrible. I, I mean, we'll, we're touching this when we talk about failure, but mm-hmm. I just, sometimes, like before I moved away, I was going to the cinema almost every day just to escape my thoughts because I was so busy <laughs> and stressed. Like that's why I saw so much film, so many films. Yeah. Like, the, the two weeks before I left. But um, mm-hmm. moving on to that, number one is Rampage, which is one of the films I saw on a. Oh, win. I liked your review of this on Letterboxd. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I. I yeah. I mean, I went to see it because I wanted to get out of the house. I think it was like mm-hmm. a Saturday night, and everyone was busy. So I was like, I'm gonna just go to the pictures by myself, and. I had so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Um, I'd tell, I'd probably go see it again. But um, really, I probably would go see it again. They have announced that they are <laughs> making a sequel. Oh, yay! I don't yay. know. I don't care for those kind of movies. Like, but not that they're it's, bad. Uh, I just get too scared of like things. Yeah, to be fair, I don't like um. I, I, I have a weird thing about crocodiles. I don't know why, because, like, where I live, I'm never going to... I don't really think they're going to, like, be a rampage yeah. of crocodiles in the northeast. but I, uh, yeah, I get a bit scared of them. So yeah. I was a little, little, little bit nervous, not going to lie. Who's but, that girl um, in that film again? It is Naomi... Harris? No, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Naomi good. Harris. She was excellent She's good, but she scares me because when she was in Moonlight, she scared me. <laughs> yeah she, she was so good though she to be was that so scary because she seemed so lovely in real life she was she was so lovely i mean i've only seen her in um what, james bond I, and no i've not really watched james bond i i only saw the one with leah sado oh god i love her i know it she even her she couldn't make it that interesting for me i don't care no i, I, yeah. I try i try i try like i generally try with james bond because i know that they're like if i feel like it's the film like when i was at film school there were certain films that if you said you didn't see them there was these like there was these rover boys that sit in front of me and they'd be like 
Oh my god, you're at film school, you haven't seen blah, blah, blah. James Bond? Oh, really? Yeah, James, James, what else did I get stick for? James Bond, um, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, um, there, was, there was just a few films and it was just so pretentious. And you get mm-hmm. this with, you don't just get this at film school, you get it with some film people on Twitter. Yeah. And um, it's just like, yeah, and it's not like. As soon as you mention to someone that you're into films, they'll ask you mm-hmm. a question. They'll like try and test you on your on your interest. Like, well, you can't be because you haven't seen this film. And I'm like, calm uh, down. <laughs> it's like if someone said to me, "I like baking cakes," I would be like, "Well, have you made creme brulee for five hundred people?" I uh, know, no, you true. haven't. It's like, have so. you seen that Portlandia sketch for the guy? He like it's <laughs> he keeps trying to force him to watch the cabinet of Doctor Caligari. No, I've not seen that one. No, 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 no. God, because uh, everyone, you have to watch that if you study film at all. Like, and it's so not great because it's so old and all the sets are just <laughs> painted, like hand painted, and uh, but not in like a nice way. It's just no. They like paint I... shadows on them because they didn't know how to use lighting, and it's just it's just nah. Sorry, it's just too much. It's too um... offend the diehard Doctor Caligari, Caligari, whatever. Yeah, it's they're, they're just there are just some films that like it, I, I, I can't even say anything. I just think that some people need to calm down with it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of <laughs> like with um, obviously Avengers is out. Avengers come out on Wednesday at midnight. Okay, and there was kind of, there's this big thing, isn't there, about like oh we need to don't spoil it mm-hmm. and things like this. And to be fair, I've not seen any spoilers, so. But, I've seen a lot of fake spoilers in that spoiler. Yeah, I've seen some fake... Like, someone commented on one of my pictures with a fake spoiler, and I looked at it, and I was kind of like, why did you do that? Like, I don't really understand. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I going to say? I've got off track now. But people are like, well, if you don't want to see spoilers, you need to go the first weekend it's out. I know, it's like, people That's have lives. Good. People have lives. I know. Excuse me, and like Some people can't sir. afford to go to the cinema. People can't afford it. People have commitments. People might be on holiday. Like, mm. I remember we were on holiday last year and Game of Thrones come out. And, like, it's it's just... I just think that's such a poor... Like, why do you have to spoil it? Like, why... Yeah. What, what is the desire that you have to go on Twitter after seeing a film and be like, oh, my God, bleep. Bleep. It's just... I saw, like... I was like, like watching to be fair. some interview on Jimmy Kimmel and someone wrote underneath the big spotter of Force Awakens before I'd seen Force Awakens. <gasps> That's really cool. I was like, why? And it would hit on I... me for like two days. No, I remember Orange is the New Black, I got spoiled not on the big death in the season before last, but mm. something else. And it was just because I clicked on the Explore tab on Instagram and there was a picture on there. Oh. So... I'd I'd avoid that so yeah but yeah anyway that was the top ten the new okay. release this week was actually I've got to hum this out because whenever this comes on in the cinema uh-huh. I got I got goosebumps I got like little little <laughs> my little hair stood up my little arm mm-hmm. like dun 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 <laughs> Karis why are you getting anyone else to score your films when you could just do that yourself. <laughs> I, could, I I think this is my new job. Yeah. So, yeah. Just like the this, next film of Karen's. This is just like... This is a new film. Nah. Gee, <laughs> 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 I was kicking my foot every time the trailer come on, like in time with the boom, like boom, <laughs> boom. Anyway, Avengers come out yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, how are we even going to go about this? Like, how are we going to go about this? So we're going to briefly touch on this in this podcast, just to not eradicate anyone who hasn't seen it. But like I said, yeah. we're going to do a full storyline breakdown in the next one. But yeah, so I went to see Avengers. I went, on, I went by myself on Friday mm-hmm. and I was completely blown away. It was better than I was expecting. I did have some doubts because... Mm-hmm. It's it's a big it's a big it's an ambitious project. No one's ever done this before in cinema. Yeah. And people say, like, oh, it's superhero films. Like, no, you're merging eighteen films worth of characters yeah. and storylines. Like, it's it's a lot of thought process into that. Like, I I don't think I'd be able to do it. Yeah. Also, I'm a woman, and Marvel don't like hiring women. So, oh. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. Um, but DC is getting you for Batgirl at least. So. They are. I mean, I'm still, still waiting putting on the that contract in the to come through. So any any day now, Warner Brothers, yeah. um, I'm waiting, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was uh, I was taken away. I laughed. I cried. Mm-hmm. I I was angry. I was I I was very I was I was happy with it. I was very yeah. happy. What did you? How did you feel? Uh, what I will say is I've. I feel like had this film came out like four years ago, I feel like I would have been more emotionally invested in it. I feel like in the last while I have not been like as, you know, oh, I need to go immediately to like, whereas before I used to always go like open a week or whatever. Um, I saw Thor Ragnarok, I think like I, a few weeks after it came out and I obviously I didn't get to see Black Panther. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. Like, and I probably will go see it again. Um, but I did get, I did, there was a few goosebumpy moments that I got, like, uh, a bit like, oh, and there was a teary moment. Yeah. Uh, but then also there was a lot of, like, me, oh, God, how did that, uh, being very rational with what the ending. What do you ending. mean? What do you mean? Like, being like, mm, that, because mm, of this, and the, like, I can't say anything because this is going to spoil it, so, but I, we will... yeah. But yeah, will you go see it again? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go see it again. I've decided myself. Yeah, but I did. Uh, I really did think Tessa Thompson was going to be in it, and I was really sad when she yeah, wasn't. Yeah, that's, that's true. There was a few people that weren't in it. I mean, um, I'm not going to say anything, but there's a few people that aren't in it, and they're, they're, there's a short explanation. It's so it's so blunt. I'm kind of like, really? I don't I even know what you're referencing. Well, then I shall tell you in the second episode. Of that <laughs> like, but just so you know, Tessa Thompson is not in it. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Who else is not in it that we can say? Oh, they did announce that Brie Larson's not in it. Yeah, I, um, yeah. We're and I was to move gonna... on because, no, we're going to have to move on because we're going to say something. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, we're going to spoil the whole film. Just, just wait till the next episode. Yeah. It will be fine. Okay, mm-hmm. so coming out this week, there's actually a fair few because obviously no one was really going to release anything last week because yeah, it would have just been interest. completely battered. So this week you've got four films coming out. Okay. You've got I Feel Pretty, which is the Amy Schumer film. Okay. Um, she actually is ill at the moment. She had to be taken to hospital. Did she? Yeah, because they cancelled. My friend was meant to be covering the press at the London premiere. It was cancelled. So oh. she's a bit ill at the moment. But yeah, this film has had horrendous reviews. Has it? It is. I mean, the generally the storyline is... Um, so we have a, an insecure woman who's struggling with her identity and her appearance and she wakes up from bumping her head believing mm-hmm. she's the most beautiful woman in the world. Yeah. And so it's it's all about empowerment and confidence and things like that. So it's got, mm-hmm. it's got a great message behind it, I think. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. I think I will go see it. 
I think I will. Um, but it's been given horrendous reviews. Oh no! But to be fair, like there's been a couple of comedies that I've seen that have had terrible reviews, and then I really enjoyed. So yeah, this is true. I think Blockers got a fair few uh, negative ones. Oh, I never honest. saw Blockers, but um, oh. I actually rewatched Rough Night today. It has terrible <laughs> reviews, but I enjoyed that movie. I've not seen that. I um, it's on Now TV though, so I might just give it give it a try. Yeah, they just put um, it on Sky as well, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch that again. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's the storyline is a little bit of a reverse of the Jack Black film Shallow How. Yeah, which in my youth I loved. Oh, I loved that film when I, I was know. younger. I don't the know thing what it'd is, be like, like now. I think there's this like, uh, there's a very uh, sincere hatred of Amy Schumer. Uh, Yes. By a, 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 I would say the majority of the population probably at this mm-hmm. point, um, and I know that I uh, I was a fan. Uh, I am, I guess, still a fan, but I do get a little bit like nervous about saying that because I know that people are like, "But she did this and she did this and she did this," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I she, she's probably rubbish, but I did enjoy Inside Amy Schumer. That show was like really funny, um, and I did." maybe go see her stand up in Dublin um, you did because she did a thing to you at the end didn't she where she tricked you well they uh, at the start she, they were like uh, you can't take any photos or uh, videos or anything and then she was like but don't worry guys like at the end I'll just pose so you can get like a photo for your Instagram all's good and then she didn't and then I was like well the Pixar it didn't happen this is this generation like uh, but to be fair I'm like no one needs to know that I saw her it's like when I saw Eminem when I was like 17 I'm like no one needs to know that I did that like <laughs> like oh well they, they do lie <laughs> Eminem's on a comeback at the moment anyway just to touch but he's awful like the rap in that River song with Ed Sheeran is like like it's just crap like it's so bad also Kanye West has been uh, destroying my life as well did you see that rap on Twitter that a woman had done over the the beat of one of these songs it's brilliant Really I think great. I like screenshotted it to watch though I think I know what you're on about yeah. and then I forgot to watch it's, it. It's it's really great but yeah I um I don't even know. I mean some people have been very pro with him they're kind of like I think I saw someone on Instagram write something along the lines of every genius is bad or something like that. Yeah. But I mean I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm scared, so I just kind of stay away from him. Not that I bump into Kanye West on the regular. Yeah, me so. either. <laughs> okay, another one coming out this week is I'm actually really excited for this because it is directed by our pal Jason Reitman and written by our other pal <gasps> Diablo Cody. Cody I didn't know that this was the parent of this until yeah, I watched the trailer so this weekend. Was like team. Ah! It's the team that brought you Juno and the team that semi brought you Jennifer's Body and brought uh, you Young and- Adult. And brought you young adults. Of young adults. So Tully is about Marlo, who is a mother of three. She's just had a newborn and she's given a night nanny by her brother. And it's basically about being a mum and it looks like a really brutally honest story yeah. about women. So I'm I can't really wait. excited. It's got a really great cast, um, including Mackenzie Davis, who I love. What has she been in? Mackenzie Davis was in the new Blade Runner film, but she was also in the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. Oh yeah, okay. and she I was never... in a few. She's in a few other films like, um... oh god, I feel like it's, I've seen her in Drake something. It's a Drake film, and I've forgotten. She's in. Uh, I can tell you right now. I don't know why I'm so lazy. I have a computer right in front of me. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna read this out. Halt and Catch Fire, Blade Runner 2049. Uh, always shine, freaks of nature, the Martian, a country. Oh, the Martian! I've seen the Martian. That awkward moment. Oh, that's what I've seen her in. (laughs) She's also in that film Smash, the Mary Elizabeth Winstead film. Is she? 
She I is. really like that movie. I like that movie too. It's very yeah. underrated. It um, is. So yeah, Tally's out, so I'll probably go, go see that as well. Yeah, me too. Uh, we've also got a film called Lean on Pete. Which God, I haven't is... even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty indie. It's got some great reviews though. It's, um, it's about a teenager who gets a summer job working for a horse trainer. Mm-hmm. And then basically forms a friendship with this horse. It's got Chloe Savinji in it. Um, Savanji? How do you pronounce this name? Sorry, I feel like I, I say it, Sorry, I had to move because I like just took major cramp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Savanji? 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 I don't know. And Steve Buscemi. So yeah, it's got a, got a good little cast. I think he did a, a good little run at the festival. So yeah, that's coming out. And then a film that you will not be seeing, Lauren... Oh, it is the highly awaited sequel. It is The Strangers Pray at Night. <gasps> nah, The Strangers, sorry, but The Strangers, the first, The Strangers, The Strangers, the film called The Strangers, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. That uh, film really creeped me out. And I saw it in the cinema like an idiot. Like, why <laughs> did I do that to me? Like, I was probably only old enough to go see it. Like, and, um, <laughs> Uh, God, I'm. I would have been scared to see it now, like. So I was, probably about fifteen. Well, I I wanted to go see it because I think I was fifteen at the time. In fact, actually, the story behind me going to see this, all my friends were going to see it. Same. Yeah. No, but I couldn't go because I asked oh, one I of the friends to give me a lift, and she said no because I'm not going. But and now you're went. strangers. No, no, and she <laughs> went without me. And I tell you now, you thought I forgot about that. That was 2008. It has been 10 years. I do not Jeez. forget things. I would so name you, but I'm not going to. Uh, anyway, long story short, watched it, it eventually. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very scary. Um, I watched it again, sequel, too, like an absolute idiot. I don't know why I, I watched know, it I, again. I, I think, I mean, as a horror film, it's a, I think it's a good horror film. It's a, I like oh, it's brilliant, but it's, it's too scary. It's typical that it's like based on real events, and I think it's yeah. very loosely based on real events. I'm just as gonna... in, someone has once broken into a house and... Uh, <laughs> terrorized people or something i mean they 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 based it it was very much on the manson family tape murders yeah. that they kind of took it from and there was also a few um there was the keddy murders which i mean it's true crime if you haven't yet worked it out um but there was also these murders where people went round and they murdered people in cabins and things like that so if they've based it it's not like there was one event and they've made a film about it they've based it yeah. on a selection of bits and pieces yeah but yeah so the strangers 2 is um i think it picks up a few years after the last one or something like that yeah but um but yeah it's I... it's it's your typical, it's your typical horror. Yeah, so. me, all of, me and all the girls went to see it when it first came out, and my friend put it in the group chat recently, being like, "Well, we go again." And everyone's like, "No, <laughs> never doing that to ourselves again." Well, it, it's quite funny actually because they announced they were making it like straight after the first one, and it's been ten years, ten. so I'm not too sure what happened. So much um, has happened in those ten years. <laughs> Chris, Christina Hendricks is in it though. Oh right. Yeah, which is um. It, I don't think I've seen her in much stuff, to be honest. So no, I don't think I've seen her in anything but Drive. No. Um. Anyway, so that's coming out this week. So there's quite a few bits and pieces. So I'll no doubt be at the cinema. But I tell you one little film that's playing at Sunderland Film Festival oh. this this coming Saturday at four thirty p.m. It's um. I tried to be really cool then, and then once I got to the destination I was leading into, I felt really insecure and vulnerable. But basically, yeah, my film is playing, and you know, so yeah. 
I'm quite I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my god, I will send you a link, sorry. <laughs> so whenever I was in London in September, uh, Karis made a music video for me and I begged her to let me see it and she would not play it for you. I was still, I'm still in the very nervous stage. Of, I, I sent you my album before anyone else heard it and you wouldn't even play your film for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like it's a little bit like, um, it's like, oh yeah, come to my house and I'll play you my film. Like I just sound like an asshole. <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't have played you my album whilst me being in the room with you. To be yeah, fair. Thank you. I couldn't you do go. that now. I'll no, it made, it made me laugh because one of my interns the other day, I, she had to watch the film because she was doing a, a, pr- a press thing for something and she was like, oh my God, I love the film. And I was like, thank you. It was weird because obviously the only response I've heard back in the past six months is like festival rejections. So yeah. when someone's really nice about it, I'm like, oh, oh, oh you thank like you. Because <laughs> I'm sitting over here like, why did I make that film? Yeah. But, um, I can't wait yeah. though. It does look like, it looks... Um, like the best thing you've made yet and I've always enjoyed everything that you've made but this just looks like it's like an even higher level so I'm excited because I know you you won't say anything positive (laughs) about it so I've got to say so even though I haven't seen it I've seen the trailer and you I think maybe maybe no I don't think you did send me the script actually I was gonna say I feel like I maybe read the script but I don't think I did it to be fair like it's the first script that didn't change majorly throughout so Mm -hmm. So yeah, but yeah, I'm excited though because this is the first. Like I've been in five festivals before, but I've never been able to go because they've always been in America. Oh, you're going? I'm going, and I I'm really excited because I get to go to a luncheon, and I'm oh, doing this, so cool. and I'm doing like a, like an intro speech, and I'm doing oh, like I'm going to the so award show. Like the last award show that I was nominated for was in New York, and I stayed up till one a.m. in bed watching it live <laughs> when my film got announced I was like oh my god yay and then when they announced the other winner it was great because I didn't have to put on like a fake face I could just sit there and be like you bastard <laughs> you didn't understand you it. didn't understand my film so obviously when I go to this event on Saturday I'm gonna have to be you know that Gotta scene in Friends on. yeah <laughs> no, yeah exactly. when, Joey, I gonna say it. when Joey's like god damn it <laughs> that's it that's gonna be, but I could win, but I'm probably yeah. not going to. So Here. I'm just I'm put just it in the universe, one. you know. Put it in the universe. So <laughs> yeah, but no, be good. Lydia Lakemore's gonna be there, one of the film stars. Um, she's lovely. Eleanor Ring, who is a cinematographer, is gonna be there. With she's also sound. lovely. I've met her, Both. right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I have. No, sometimes she's you have so great. many. Have there's so her? many Eleanors. There's so many Eleanors. On the Fox Home Full Set, there was three Eleanors. Yeah. So I compl- completely understand. No, myself. Eleanor Ring was the really nice one that like I spoke to at the Demi premiere because I was really like scared to talk to anyone. And then she was like, yes. hey, are you on your own? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so am I. And then I was like, let's be friends. Friendship. Friendship made. Yep. Friendship made. Um, so yeah, so that's that's this week in film. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Anything you're going to see this week? Um, I might go see Tully if it's uh, on anywhere. Good plan. Yeah, and I might see Avengers again if yeah, that's some pretty of my much friends my plans as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna go by myself. <laughs> um, what um, else? No, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that'll be it. Okay, so let's quickly touch on television. So okay. this week, well, last week, this past yeah. week, two shows come back: Westworld and The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So Westworld first. Have you watched it? Amazing. So, again, no spoilers. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. No, no spoilers. I'm going to be nice. Um, yeah. So, I can't believe they all died. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
I am really excited about this season because apparently there's going to be six parks. So I'm really excited to see... Six parks. I'm really excited to see because obviously they teased the samurai one in the yeah. last season. But again, I didn't. I don't. I miss all these things. Oh, I have to read blogs and yeah, stuff. I'm not same. very bright. I, you know, I know. I, uh, I sit there Wikipediaing. You know. Yeah. Too. Anyway, um, a bit of the crown as well. Um, no, I didn't watch it. Oh God, day. Oh, you are you are Irish. I understand. No, it's not. It's not because of that. It really isn't because of that. It's just I really don't like those kind of dramas. They just seem really like. Oh, these! I said this about the crown, and then I watched it, and I absolutely loved it. So, oh give really? It a try. Yeah, give I it mean, a try. Claire Foy seems lovely. She's oh, she's lovely. Not that I yeah. know her. <laughs> I know her well. She's lovely. Uh, she's lovely. Not... Uh, I, I, um, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, Westworld yeah, so... was great. Uh, I just think that there's just it's just great like you watch it especially for women i think to watch it there's so many strong female characters in all different variations of like what strong means and it's oh, just like yes. tandy newton is tandy the most newton. underrated actress on television right now she is incredible and i loved her last season and then this season already i'm just like ah oh, ah oh, it's just class and like because i think that evan rachel wood rightfully got so much praise for that show but she Tandy did. Newton did not get enough praise she for that show. She got overlooked majorly. Yeah. 100%. She's excellent. Excellent. What do Absolutely. you think? I, I, I'm, I mean, with this season, they're doing things on two timelines, which I think again? is interesting. Yeah. Again. Oh, spoilers um, for the first season of you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell you which part. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I think it's though I'm it it's so clever. <laughs> yeah. That I I have to kinda I come away from it and I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. So it's it's one of them programs I don't fast forward the ad breaks because I need the ad breaks to kind of deal with yeah. what's going on. Um no, I'm really excited. It seems like it's going in a direction. There's a lot of new things happening. Mm-hmm. Um it's it I just love the female characters so much. I really love the way Tandy Newton's character is going and she's you know, she's looking for her daughter and then the, a human couldn't understand it because they just think because obviously she's just programmed, so they just think, Oh, you're just a program, you can just turn yeah. off emotions. A lot like some men think as well. <laughs> <laughs> like just stop crying. You don't yeah. need to cry. And I'm like, okay. I know. Um so no, but I'm I, really excited. What I love though is like oh, no, I can't even really because it's kinda of spoilery, but like the fact that, like, she wasn't... Oh, wait, no, maybe I read that wrong. Actually, I was going to say that she was programmed to leave, but she didn't. Yes. But then uh, there's, like... It's one of those shows, you know, there's, like, a load of conspiracy theories and people really think about it, but I try really hard to not think about it. Like, because yeah, I, I like to, to be surprised. I watch it and, yeah. I, Although I, I loved what they did with Reddit. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. I... It's it's a hard show to talk about, and I feel yeah. like there's not many people that watch it. So I'm glad that you do, so we can kind of have a little. It's so great. No, it's honestly my favorite show oh, on TV. God, yes, little Westworld catch up. I do actually still plan on watching the original film too. So, oh, I forget that it was a film. Yeah, um, my mum was it. My mum, I think my mum watched it, or someone watched it. Someone yeah, my aunt, I think, did. Yeah, and they were like, "Are you so good?" And I'm like, "Okay, okay." Anyway, The Handmaid's Tale. I've only watched one episode. You've watched yep. two. Yeah. My thoughts in the first episode. Um, again, another show that I'd completely forgotten what happened last season. Yeah, I had to watch um, like a 15 minute recap for Westworld. I was like, 
Yeah, I'm so glad they did a little you previously thing. Um, Handmaid's Tower has taken a very different approach this season. It's mm-hmm. stepping away from the books, which it was no doubtedly going to have to do eventually. I've read the book, I cited it in school, and it's, you know, it's a TV show. They have to make money. They have to kind of go their own way. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what it has in store. I am a bit nervous because I do think maybe it won't work. Yeah. Season twos are hard. Yeah. Season twos are always hard. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah. It's very difficult for me, though, because I have a lot of conflicting feelings about Elizabeth Moss. Oh, I'm like, why are you in a show and you're a Scientologist? Like, a I just, it just doesn't make logical sense nah, to me. me. either. And I, I didn't know that because, like, I watched The Handmaid's Tale season one, like, not when it was first out. Like, I watched it maybe a few, like, maybe three months ago. Yeah. So, like, it's still quite fresh in my mind for season two to come in. Um, yeah. But then I remember reading, like, maybe a couple of weeks after I had finished the first season that she was a Scientologist and was just like, What? You seem like you're so intelligent. Not to judge, <laughs> not to judge Scientology, but I've watched so many documentaries on it too. And like, I know, but like, it just, it's just, it, it's just madness. I, I've, I've been watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix as well, and I'm just like, oh. Yes. Although I feel like I probably would have joined that cult if I was like alive in the seventies, because I'm an idiot and would be like, yay, yeah. everyone's happy. I'm, I'm not very bright. It's amazing that I haven't joined a cult. Thus, I know. Thus I'm surprised as well that I haven't. We should so I start like, when I when I was when I was writing Foxhole. I was generally like, "This That's sounds right. like a totally great place. I'd totally join this." <laughs> and then get like, like I don't know what women, happens here. And we wear right. white and have flower crowns and look really beautiful, even though we live in the woods. <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> uh, spoilers for Foxhole uh-uh. 2017. Uh, hey, you know they're in a cult. It's not not to mean they don't need to look good. You know. Yeah. Who is this? You know. Hey, so. Yes, so that's everything we have to offer you this week on film and TV and um, various bits and pieces. We're now going to move on to our theme of this week, which is failure. (laughs) Now, the definition of failure is pure and simply lack of success. Okay. Now, the fact that success is measured very differently means that everyone can feel like a failure in different ways. Yeah. So, Lauren... Oh, gonna jump in here. I'm nervous. When was the last time that you felt like a failure? I think probably, and we kind of, I think we kind of touched on this actually on the last episode that I was on was when I released the last single. Right. Uh, it's not that I felt like a failure, you know. Uh, but it. I think every time, uh, any if you do, if you work really hard on something, and then you put it out, you kind of always have like that little bit of hope that it's like the one you know that like yeah. people find and love and then that's like you know that's gonna be great for you then <laughs> do you know what I mean uh so whenever I put out my uh my single in March uh one of my hopes was to just get like a little bit of radio play because then you get some royalties and that'll pay back for how much it costs to record it that kind of way so I was like at least if I can even break it even and, and release a song that's good like but um it didn't get very much radio play unfortunately it's very hard especially uh in Northern Ireland because if I put my say I lived in England and I yeah. put my music onto the BBC introducing uploader then it'll be sent to like the English BBC radio stations whereas if you put them on the BBC uploader here it's just sent to the ones in Northern Ireland which is grand and they are 
great and they do play a lot of local music and stuff but sometimes it's like my music isn't I guess what's cool right now so it doesn't get like a lot of play um which is fine but uh I definitely felt a little bit of a failure especially whenever you get a lot of rejections whenever you release something too like as you say about you were talked about re- uh, earlier about your film getting a lot of rejection emails like I got so many rejections from blogs and stuff uh on the single and you're just like oh what's the point do you know what I mean um but then you have to think like well why did I do it why did I do it in the first place and then kind of step back for a second and go right well am I doing it to be successful or am I doing it because it's like whenever I was eight I used to pretend I was on stage all the time do you know what I mean (laughs) uh and pretend like I could play the guitar and wish that I was you know gigging and now I do that so it's you have to like step back and look at it from a different angle and then yeah find the success in your failure you know that kind of way yeah it's the whole it's the classic um like people can call it cringy but it's just if you're first you don't succeed try and try again yeah you have to because otherwise what would you do i know it's like well i did all that for nothing then just to stop like it's uh it's um yeah i'm a big believer in kind of learning from lessons and i mean but that took me such a long time to to sort mm-hmm. out like i used to internalize so much just not just yeah. not just as like a kid but as a teenager like if you if i if i rode my bike and i fell off i'd be like okay never never riding the bike again yeah or if i um you know if i i don't know, just a variety of things like if i took a shot when playing football like a penalty and i missed then i'd okay never doing penalties again like yeah. it was such a defeatist attitude i don't know how that's where like being raised that way or something like that but i don't know what point it got to when i was just like would well, you know what i'm just gonna carry on and maybe maybe it's being told that you can't do something maybe it's that yeah. psychological thing i mean definitely with film school like i was told by like everyone in my family what is the point you're mm-hmm. not going to do anything there's no money in film school and i just no one at one point said you're not going to enjoy it like that was never yeah. raised as an argument and it's the mm-hmm. same with your music too like do you enjoy record do you enjoy writing songs yeah do you enjoy recording songs yeah do you enjoy releasing songs mm. kind of yeah that was a bad one <laughs> that <to> is the- <laughs> i uh, love i love um performing and i love the the only part that scares me is releasing things but that's just because it's just scary to release things it's not I mean, if you weren't scared to release something, it, it means you don't care. Do you know what I mean? That's a very good point, actually. I didn't think about yeah. that. That's um, a very good point. But it is... Uh, I think you just have to prepare yourself to... You know, like, whenever I ver- first started... Um, I mean, I st- I didn't start gigging until I was, like, 21 because I was so terrified of what everyone would think if I was, like, I'm going to be a singer. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, mm-hmm. especially if you're from a small town. And to be fair, my town is, like, so supportive and stuff. And, and like, they would, you know, I people are really nice here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you're from a small town, it's it's hard to imagine that you could even do anything that's not the norm. Yeah, um, I totally and, relate. Uh, yeah, and uh, whenever I first set up my music page, I, like, took a massive anxiety attack and was like, oh, God, I shouldn't do this. Why am I doing this to myself? And even when I first started gigging, I would be, like, sick for days before. Like, the day of, I wouldn't be able to eat. I would just be petrified. And then I would get on stage, and I would be petrified up until, like, the moment I got on stage. And then I would sing a couple songs and I would get off and people would be really like nice to me and then I'd go oh that was worth it do you know what I mean and then yeah um and the only reason I kept doing it was because 
I knew that I had to do it and I have to keep reminding myself of that now four and a half years later I have to be like right well this is all you ever actually wanted to do so even though you're doing it you have to fail to learn and figure out right well this time maybe I, I sent it to the wrong blogs or maybe this time I sent it to the wrong radio stations or blah 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 try and learn from that and then the next time go about it a different way or yeah they they just they say that there's like a say that's like old 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 ways won't open new doors and I think uh, it's um some people don't like to like oh, I'm such an analyzer like if I do if something happens I, and it goes wrong yeah. I sit back and I'm like right okay Same. how can I approach this differently mm-hmm. and I do that I think the problem is I'll do that with my career and I'll do that with like driving but then I also do it with my relationship and I also do it mm-hmm. with my friendships and I do it with my family which is why I feel like a failure in those areas too because yeah. I'm looking at it logically and thinking, well, I've done this, I've done A, B, and C, so why is the result not coming through? And then I'll try E, F, and G. Mm-hmm. Nope, that's wrong. I just failed at the alphabet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, you try. It's it it's difficult, and I think the thing, one of the main things is that it's you have to reframe it. And it's mm-hmm. not a failure, it's a setback. Like, yeah. when I released... When I sent my first short film to film festivals, it got into nowhere. Yeah. And that, to me, was a failure. And then mm-hmm. if I think about it now, five years later, I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was just a setback. Because, obviously, I went on to make five, six more films that did get yeah. into festivals and did win awards. But at that point, I was so disappointed in myself mm-hmm. that I couldn't even think about that. Which is why... Similar to the situation I'm in now, obviously, I've, this past week, I moved across the country. I moved mm-hmm. 200 miles away from my friends, my family, um, to be with my boyfriend because we're moving in together and we're buying a house. And I felt like a failure this past week because I've not been able to handle it because mm-hmm. I've struggled with my emotions. You know, I feel lost. I generally yeah. feel like I... You know, I I'm really struggling. Like I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I'm not gonna get too emotional on this podcast, but <laughs> I it's really hard, and mm-hmm. it is hard to not feel like a failure because I think you know everything should be perfect because I've done all this and I've done that, and there's a lot of people in my life, well, all my family, basically all of them, who said to me before I left that they didn't think it was going to work you know they didn't think that Mm. I'd be able to handle living up here they didn't think I'd be able to you know handle being away from my friends and part of me is working twice as hard to not be a failure in front of other people so it's not even it's like I'm putting my feelings second place yeah which is so silly and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people do this. Like they'll they'll really struggle with a career failure or they'll struggle with a like a hobby failure because they're worried about what other people will think. Yeah. And it's not their business. They've probably yeah. got like a thousand things in their mind that they feel like they're failing at too. So I'm a hundred percent like that too though. Yeah, I think it's just about feeling the pain and just thinking about how to improve it because there's always a way around things I mean unless you 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 fail to stop driving off a cliff or failure to stop um, yeah (laughs) falling into a giant pit or something it's um I mean I think like what you're doing is incredible like I mean I obviously I I don't know if I could do what you're doing and I think like it's just gonna take time do you know what I mean like when I, I moved away for uni the first time and 
uh, I was like, I'm not going to uni at home. I'm going to go to uni away. And I got into uh, University of Cardiff and I like lasted five weeks and I remember just being like so depressed I couldn't get out of my like I couldn't I didn't want to leave my room but I wouldn't like I wouldn't leave because I didn't want everyone to be like oh see I told you you should have went to Belfast you know, like do you know what I mean yeah. like and so I kind of hung on for I mean longer than I mean five weeks isn't that long but uh whenever you're like spiraling <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean it is quite quite a long time um and after a while, I just had to accept that, like, I went to, like, the counsellor at the uni, and they were like, no, I think you should just go home. And I was like, all right, if you're telling me that, then I think then maybe I should. And I did feel like a bit of a failure that time. But then, like, I got into a, a school here and, and got my degree here and whatever. And do you know what I mean? But you like, worked out. Exactly. But, I mean, you have to take risks at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it'll work out. I think if you don't fail at anything, then you can't possibly learn anything either. Yeah. Like, I think the first bout of failure I had was, um, like, the big failure was I failed my uh, my A-levels, like, mm-hmm. completely bombed. I got three Ds. Um, and it was such a shock because I generally tried really hard, but then at the time I was kind of ignoring so much things going on at home with my family. Like, mm-hmm. we had a very tough year. And it's that first bout of failure completely crippled me like I was not leaving my room yeah like three months I was you know because I didn't want to accept the fact that it didn't work and I was embarrassed and I didn't tell like some of my friends were like oh I thought you went to uni because I haven't heard from you I was like no I just (laughs) hid in my room and just tried to come up with a plan b and it's it's kind of like where I am now like at the moment um I'm struggling um I'm struggling here because I feel lost Mm -hmm. and I'm struggling here because I feel lonely Mm -hmm. and it's it's difficult and my relationships I'm just strained because obviously I'm asking for more not more but I'm just it's just really hard yeah so I am struggling but I mean you gotta do it to you know yeah. move further and what you want to do to me like you want all, that yeah. life you want that life you want that house yeah it's about having like an end goal and remembering that yeah. end goal and it's um it's it's very difficult but yeah i'm i'm trying very hard i have my big girl pants on yeah i'm proud of <laughs> you i'm trying very hard <laughs> so so yeah but no, I mean, you'll be fine it's just normal a, there's, I mean, in regards to career, there's a lot of areas of failure. Like, for example, with the film festivals, like, there's been so many rejections, but then you get that one acceptance, and it's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, if we follow, if you follow that, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which was just such a popular topic in my sociology classes, I that have I have no idea. What the-, <laughs> the, the Maslow hierarchy is, is basically is a theory in psychology, okay. which was by Abraham Maslow, and it's basically five things that he believes um humans need so okay. it's like the development so it's self actualization mm-hmm. it's esteem mm-hmm. it's love and belonging mm-hmm. it's safety and it's psychological okay so just so, so psychological needs are obviously like air water food sleep clothing shelter mm-hmm. so i i fail in that by not sleeping <laughs> <laughs> i feel on all of them um okay. 
Look, it's like, I think there's like a couple, I think our generation are more prone to these sort of feelings. And I think that's why um, a lot of people our age suffer a lot with anxiety and depression and stuff is because when we were like teenagers, we were raised to like strive for perfection. Uh, and whenever yes. we, you know, and like uh, I was lucky enough to, to pass my A-levels and whatever, but like, you know, that doesn't make, you know, you know, you earn more money a year than me, do you know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but at the same time, Just it's saying. like, I'm joking. <laughs> in, the, in the capitalist uh, world anyway. Um, but like at the same time, you know, it's like, I there's just so many areas that you can feel like you're not doing things correctly in. Um, and at the same time, I think that that's normal for your 20s from what I've read, because there's just been so many nights where I've been Googling like, what is wrong with me? Um, and it's like, everyone's just like, no, your 20s are horrible. Like, uh, they're just supposed to be horrible. Like, I mean, I'll look and go like, all oh, right, well, you know, I don't, sometimes I really wish that, and this just sounds so like, like privileged crap, but sometimes I just wish that I'd be really happy to like work nine to five and then be like so excited to go out at the weekend. And that would be like, you know, how I find my happiness. Um, And, uh, and then I look at people that have that and I think, oh, that must be great but at the same time that's just me generalizing how they feel do you know what I mean whereas yeah, like I obviously have is that I feel like it's a lot of a lot of the problem is that we all focus probably too much on the opinion of others yeah so I mean with me like I mean well that's completely ironic because I'm sharing my inner darkest um feelings on a podcast that same <laughs> that, that about 500 people listen to so is that how many that's the oh. last time I checked I mean I oh, don't that's know why scary. I mean thank you so much please subscribe so it yeah, looks like I, I'm doing like, so it looks like I'm not failing yeah <laughs> um it's uh it's it's just different because I just feel like there's some people that they, like some people do revel in other people's failure. Like yeah. They just they just love it. Like it's like with I'm just, I'm going to use football as an example. So if a player leaves your team and goes to play for another team, if mm-hmm. they get injured, people will like yeah yeah that's what you deserve. And mm-hmm. when you think about it, you think God that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Or you know if if someone if someone at work gets promoted ahead of you and you don't agree with them and then something happens and they kind of get like demoted or scolded, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, that's indeed. <laughs> it's, um, there are people that generally revel in the sadness and misery of others. I mean, I'm not one of those people. Um, yeah. but I think we, we get scared of that. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's very hard to tell someone it doesn't matter what other people think. Yeah. It Cause it does. Cause it does. It, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but it does. And I it's, know. um, it's but to wrap it to wrap it up in regards to failure I think it's something we all feel Mm -hmm. and I think what we have to remember is that there's no handbook to life there's no guideline there's I mean some people think there there is for example my grandparents (laughs) you should be married by now and have (laughs) 2.5 children oh god but I which is really hard work um you Oh, you weren't asked to be born. You're here and you're doing the best you can. Yeah. So just take take comfort in the fact that there are many, many other people who don't have a fuck, mm. who don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I and, know. You know, and if it wasn't for them people, we probably wouldn't have the music and the films and the books yeah. that we all love. So take take comfort in that. This is true. So, yeah. 
Okay, so to wrap this up, so we can go record our Avengers spoiler podcast. <laughs> Lauren, what are three things you're grateful for this week? Oh, I forgot. That's how you end these. Uh, I guess I'm grateful for uh, friendship and family. Um, as I say, I've kind of had a really crap week with my hearing. Um, kind of really screwed up my ears for the 15th time. Uh, and so I've just been driving myself insane uh over that so I, i'm trying to think of like i'm all thinking as well my hearing doesn't work and i can't be grateful for that right now uh i'm grateful mm, i'm grateful to janelle monet for releasing a excellent album that i can listen to i've not heard it yet but i heard oh, it's fantastic it's be- oh, it's just it is it's fantastic i'm grateful to uh television for putting out some good new tv shows to uh get me out of my head for a few hours <laughs> that's a very very good one I'm what about gonna, you i'm gonna join you on that one i've recently been watching last man on earth oh uh, forte i need to get catch up with that and um that's as as and partnered it with some uh re-watching of parks and recs and it's been really comforting to have that <laughs> uh, as my go-to thing to watch before bed that makes me feel <laughs> bit better yeah so i'm very grateful for that the minds behind that um i do really miss the good place i used to really love watching it. i haven't watched it since i watched it eight years <laughs> oh my gosh i know after, i'm gonna get into left, it i become obsessed with it you can start that for me um so i'm grateful for that i'm really really grateful to john and marlene who i'm currently living with who are my boyfriend's grandparents they mm-hmm. are they're just amazing. I can't talk about it too much because I will start to cry. Oh. As you can probably tell, I have an emotional wreck right now. But um, really <laughs> mash and roast potatoes, like oh, mash and roast potatoes, three course meal. It's just mm-hmm. too much. Um, and I'm grateful for my new work. I started a new job on Monday, and I was so nervous because obviously I have a different accent than than oh, to yeah. up here. Um. And I've been working in London for a while and it's so different. Like, people are nice and people talk to each other (laughs) and people help each other. And I sit there at this new job and I I just, I can't get over how the atmosphere is just totally different. Like, there's no watchful eye, there's no strict deadline. It's just, it's calm and people get on with their work. And it's just, I'm really grateful. They've been really welcoming really nice and uh i'm just generally excited to like going to work which is oh that's lovely nice. yeah. So, yeah so yes um that wraps up this week's episode um so to recap i'm having a crap time so am i <laughs> so is lauren and if you are also just keep in mind that failure is normal and we don't I'm just going to throw in something here, actually. When I was um, went back in sixth form, when I'd have a really, really bad time, I had a really great friend called Michael. We're still friends now. But he would always tell me, whenever I felt really down, he'd say this quote from The Dark Knight, <laughs> why do we fall, Bruce? And I always used to reply back to learn how to pick ourselves back up again. Mm-hmm. Just think of that quote. That's I always think of that quote in my mind. Um it's actually from Batman Begins. It just shows how much of a bad fangirl I am. But yeah, we we have to, we have to fail in order to learn how to move on. I mean, think about I have obviously 
learnt how to do stuff since god i sounded really australian then <laughs> learned how to do stuff um that's texas now that's it? texas oh god i've got my accents all over the place right honestly now. i can't do an accent i am I'm stuck <laughs> with this one it's <laughs> just like the juxtaposition of our accents cracks me up so much i love it i love it so much i love it <laughs> Anyway, that's it. So yeah, don't feel like a failure. Everything will be fine. Go watch Avengers and I will be back in, well, if you're listening, I'll be back in about five minutes probably um, with my Avengers podcast. Um, But I'll be back next time discussing something else and probably (laughs) still crying a lot. So yeah, that's okay. (laughs) Please be nice to me. I'm just kidding. No, I'm serious. Please be nice to me. Okay, goodbye. (laughs)